have not become a patron of the Geocache Talk Network, what are you waiting for? Patron levels start as low as a bison tube level at $3 a month. To sign up is easy. Simply go to the Geocache Talk website and click on the Become a Patron button or go to patreon.com forward slash geocache talk. Patrons now get the famous blackout coin, invites to special events, and other really great items throughout the year. Become a patron today. Have you subscribed to FTF Magazine yet? FTF Magazine is the number one geocaching magazine available. It is a quarterly magazine that you can be part of. Submit your geocaching milestones and adventures to be published. FTF Magazine is also interactive with puzzles to solve and the hunt to find Spartacus. If you can solve the puzzle or find Spartacus, then you will be entered in to win a special path tag. Every new subscription, you will receive a special swag pack. Subscribing is easy. Just visit FTF's website, ftfgeo.com. Don't miss out and subscribe today. So I messed up the opening. Everybody do your thing again. <laughs> I'm ready to grill. You're ready to grill. But before that, let me uh, get the show rolling. Hey, everyone. Time for Puzzle Talk, the geocaching puzzle podcast brought to you by the Geocache Network. Here are your hosts, Charles Watkins and Tom Brotherman. Good evening, gentlemen. Good evening. Howdy. Good evening. Howdy. Uh, and before we even get into the puzzles and the news, uh, we have a couple special guests they're going to, we're going to bring on and they're going to give us, uh, the rundown on something that's happening in the Southern California area. So without further ado, kick us out and add, put them in. Dave Barsky, aka the Twonky. Hello. And Josh Fumanju. Fumanju? Fumanju. And you got the Fumanju uh beard too, buddy. Oh yeah, he's he's got the, the, the greatest one in all history. <laughs> he does. Look at that thing, man. Thank you. Uh well, good evening, gentlemen. Glad y'all could join us tonight and uh give us a little bit of lowdown on on the socal spring fling tell us tell us more about this well the southern yeah socal southern california spring fling is just a just a, a local event uh may saturday may 7th here in, in los angeles in elysian park and uh it started off just as a fun-filled day in the park um usual get together sort of thing but um it, it the intention of it was to grow into a mega in the next couple of years. Um, cool. however, we've had a, a pretty incredible turnout so far for our, you know, day of geocaches, adventure labs, trackables, we have a reviewer, lackey panel, games, raffles, prizes, vendors, food, and uh, most importantly, you know, geo friends. Uh, but we are, uh, we're up over 250 Willis ends now. So it, it's turned into something quite significant and something quite special. Um, the, the largest event in California um, in half a decade. Let's get it to 300 people. Let's go. Let's get the. I feel like the, uh, you, you know, they have the uh, PBS drive, you know. Come on, we're only a few dollars away. Let's get that. Let's get those final dollars in. Absolutely. The, the phones are open right now. Please call <laughs> and we can get you. No, uh, no, this is exciting. Um, uh, We've got uh, Udak is hollering at you, Josh. So. Udak, uh, she didn't have to go very far to get to this to, to this event for her. 
No, I don't know. You, you Dak, how far do you have to? How far do you have to drive to get to the Elysium Fields? Oh, look, look, look what she did, Dave. Oh yeah, oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. She had to do oh. that. I'm surprised she's awake at this hour. She and usually David. gets up a little later. Yeah, but uh, so um, well, things things here in LA aren't measured in distance. It's all measured yeah. in time because it's of time. The, yeah, the the freeways you have to take. Freeway with you. So. Yeah, because yeah, you yeah. see this; those 12 miles could take yeah. you 45 minutes. Yeah, these are 12 <laughs> miles away in Santa Monica, and 45 minutes would be a, a remarkably fast drive. So that yeah, yeah, that <laughs> that would be a world record at this uh, point. <laughs> but the great thing is, this thing is already feeling like some sort of mega to me. I mean, look, I, I'm just I'm just volunteering for it. Josh is like. It, it, locally, I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna toot your horn, Josh, because he's pretty much the event guru around here. I mean, we already have like a bunch of a ancillary events happen around this one event that oh, the other day is like it's already a mega. So uh, right. it's gonna be a lot of fun and a destination for a lot of people for coming out of town too to to just meet local geocachers. And we got a lot of events planned too, Josh. You should probably talk a little bit about what's going on besides you know mm -hmm. the panels and all that. I mean, we got games and stuff. Well, additionally, yes, as Dave was saying, that um, you know, there, there are events during the week uh, from you know, Taco get together on Cinco de Mayo, of course, because um, this, this happens to be the same week. Um, been trying to rally some other locals to, to post a few events, uh, probably uh, yeah, may the fourth be with you sort of thing. Um, but yeah, we have, we have tacos on Thursday. We've got a, a beer brunch on Friday. Um, there are four events, including uh, including the spring fling on Saturday, as well as a community, um, a community event in the evening. Um, and then there's a Sunday pizza event. Um, but I, I was always, I, I was surprised when I first moved to Los Angeles in 2007, that there weren't any events pretty much at all in the, in Los Angeles itself. Um, LA is, you know, a conglomerate of like 88 cities across multiple counties. And, and <laughs> um, so, but LA itself had no events. Everything was out in That's the crazy. communities and sort of the, uh, the, what, what I would consider, since I live in the center of it, what I consider the far-flung sort of places. But um, mm -hmm. so I, I you know, so where we, I live, for instance, yeah, <laughs> I'll, I'll yeah. There, there are events. Um, but I, you know, so we started posting events and, and found that there were other cashers, you know, inside the, you know, er, other urban dwellers as well, other urban cashers. So, um, but now here it is, 15 years later, and and uh, you know, trying to build something special here with with mm -hmm. Spring Fling. No, it's a, it, it's perfect. Uh, you know, like you said, there, there's not a lot of, of huge events. There haven't been many megas. We talked about before the show, uh, would we, we, we come up with six? Is that right? Or four? four. There've been four in California. Four. Yeah. Four. Okay. So, uh, you know, this is exciting. Um, something that really needs to happen. And I think this is a, uh, you know, just a great, uh, a great opportunity for folks. Um, you know, like I said, I used to live in San Bernardino and, uh, you know, this is, uh, it, it's an area that a lot of people would come visit because not only, you know, if not only the LA area, but like a lot of the Southern California area along all the way over to Arizona. I mean, Charles, you're not really, I mean, that far away. I mean, you, you, you're, you're within, I think it's distance of four, well, <laughs> as we were talking about time well, and distance, time, yeah, until you hit a certain area, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, you know, it's it's roughly four and a half hours or something like that for yeah. for me to get there from the greater Phoenix area. Um, 
you know, I, I've seen this event promoted on the uh, uh, Geocaching Arizona Facebook page that I'm in and right. whatnot. And, um, you know, I've been been watching it. Um, you know, we'll see if I can uh, get some time off to to get over to that event. I, you know, we'll try. It's it's always fun to go to new places and um, go to new events and meet new cashers and whatnot. So it's, uh, you know, it's it's on the radar. Um, I don't know how how sticky it would be for me to get there. We've got some craziness going on at work right now, but um, you know, it's I've definitely been watching it and it's on the tentative calendar date. But uh, you know, it's it's good you know, what, what these guys are trying to put on for Southern California, you know, and, and yeah, get a, a good event going down there. Um, especially as, you know, it's hard to believe that a state that that's popular, that's, that is that populated, that is yeah. that dense in geocaches. When you look at the map that they've had a, a sprinkling handful of, uh, you know, large events like this, um, mm -hmm. and, and this one's getting there 250 plus Willitons. Yeah. Um, you know, if you're from somewhere else in the, the U S or the world, I mean, you fly into LAX, you know, and, and so it's, it's really, you know, I I've looked at pictures and of a map of this park and where it's at and the views. And I'm just like, man, it's a good looking place. I'm surprised that, you know, there haven't been more, but you know, I'm excited for you guys and wish you guys the, the mm -hmm. best with this and, and I hope it goes, you know, uh, as far as, as far as it can, you know, and, and um, you know, it's a good location for, for an event. So. Absolutely. It's, it's, it's amazing that, you know, we've only had four, four megas ever, you know, 2007, 2008, uh, 2016, 2017. Um, but we are kind of geographically challenged. We're the most populous state, but you know, if you mm -hmm. draw a 200 mile, yeah, radius circle around Los Angeles. Uh, half of it is ocean, um, and the other half is you're still in California. Um, you know, you may be able to nick like the the, the edge of Nevada, but you, you don't touch Arizona in 200 miles. So, right. so we are kind of uh, you know separated from everyone else. I'm like you know Cincinnati, you draw a 200 mile circle, and you're probably you know touching eight states um, and some big cities, and uh, sure. you know, and Memphis the same way. You're probably touching seven eight states. Um, right. You know, but but we're uh, uh, geographically challenged over here on the on the southwest coast. So, um, but um, you know, with the population, is that we we felt that we should be able to do it with just just Californians. But um, mm -hmm. you know, we've actually had will attends from more than a dozen states. Uh, I believe there's one from That's Canada awesome. and uh, a couple from Finland. Yeah, um, the Mad Finn yeah. actually responded. The oh, Mad Finn. Yeah, <laughs> Dang, that guy that. gets I, around, man. That guy I gets around, him, man. As much oh, as I love yeah. him coming for this, uh, he's he's clearly just happens to be in town coincidentally. Wow. But, uh, yeah. <laughs> coincidentally. Does he have the California County Challenge done? Probably. Oh, well, he will by the time he gets to the, get the event. Yeah, have probably. It all done. He, he, he's halfway through it right now. Yeah. <laughs> he's on the he road. Finished, he finished Texas in like 10 days. So that just, you know. Did he? Did, wait, he did Texas? All of it? In two trips. Yes. Oh, two trips. Wow. I have 99 counties in Texas right now. That's pretty good. That's yeah. pretty well, good you need more you. Dairy Queen in you, dude. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> the Dairy Queen. Yeah. 
No, hey, no, Josh, uh, we got go that coin, Josh. Hold on, you gotta yeah, show, show the, the coin. coin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We, we, decided, we, we decided to treat this as a mega event, even though it, it, it's I love it. The intention it, was for you know, future it, years, it, but we, we have yeah. some coin. Love it, that's so awesome. Yeah, it is awesome design, beautiful. So, Cal Spring Fling, baby. Uh, yeah. Oh, that yeah. Perfect. Skyline. That's like pretty much the view from the event. Yes, actually, it is. Um, that is the 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 LA skyline is is just right there nice. on the, the the park. Um, the actual point of the event where with the the pavilions uh, are blocked by trees, but if you walk to the edge where we're going to be doing mm -hmm. the family photo at the end of the event, um, we'll have the LA skyline behind us. Perfect. And, and yeah. Josh, I don't know if I told you this or if you if you know, but. That park is the only place in Los Angeles you can legally ride an ATV. Really? Really? Yeah. Uh, I've done it. Wow. Yeah. No idea. <laughs> yeah. And it's right by, it's right. So people can drive their ATVs right up to the pavilion where we're going to be at. Yep. That's going to be great. Nice. You know, one thing that I know a lot of people want to do is, oh, there's a shot of it. Oh, wow. Cool. Yeah. Oh, you get back toward downtown. That's cool. Yeah. Well, one angle, you know, one, one view of it. Yeah. Yep. That's perfect. You know, something that um, a lot of people like to do is they want to try to find events where they can combine visiting somewhere plus going to an event. And this is perfect. So, you know, there's so many things to do and to see, you know, in the L.A. area that this is a perfect way to to combine the, the two, you know, to visit and also um, be able to to go to an event. So I love that. So. That's really yeah. great. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, we don't have to pitch, you know, what what all there is is to do in Los Angeles. No. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, pretty pretty famous place, but um, but there are plenty of caches. We're putting out new ones for the event. Uh, there will be two cool. ten stage adventure labs. Um, there's some geo art uh, right next to uh, right next to the park that's uh, was was put for the the Dodgers World Series win a couple of years ago. And, mm -hmm. and um, so while you're still, you're being modest, Josh, again, <laughs> it's a great, it's a great geo art. It is my geo uh, art, but I'm not trying to. Very cool. Well, the Dodger Stadium is right there in case anyone doesn't know. It's right yeah. in that park, basically. The, the, oh. the view, the view in the foreground as you look down the hill from the yeah. event um, is actually Dodger Stadium. There's people, you'll see lawn chairs up there uh, on game days. Um, actually, I just went to a game this afternoon and made it home in time for this gladly. So, <laughs> oh, yeah. Houston, Texas days. Wonder if you can hopefully a ball game that weekend. Maybe take a game in in a geo event. That'd be perfect. Yeah, I don't. I don't know if they're in, they're definitely not in town that day. They're they're not in town that day. This was planned. That would have been terrible. Yeah. <laughs> that would have been probably would have been bad. <laughs> yeah. Parking for fifty five thousand Dodger fans would be yeah. Dodger fans, right? Yeah, the Angels may be in town because uh, we do have two two baseball teams. So yeah, it's yeah. true. Maybe around. It's true. Well, that is awesome, guys. Um, we're excited. Uh, we hope that we can get after tonight. Uh, everybody who can will put in their will attend. Uh, all the people, all the people listening and, and watching later, uh, if you uh, are in the area and you potentially could go, uh, please, uh, you know, put in a will attend for this event if you can make it. So, uh, you know, that would be awesome. So again, it's GC nine. P zero K E kind of like poke, but don't use an O use a zero GC nine P zero K E and check that out. And again, thank you guys so much. Keep us in touch. Uh, let us know uh, how it goes and Absolutely. how we can encourage and uh, hopefully 
make this into a mega, if not this year, at the very least next year. So, absolutely. Best of luck, guys. Thank, yeah. you, Thank you guys for having us on. Really yeah. appreciate it. Time. Great. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Talk to y'all soon. Take care. Right All right. Good All to right. see you. Bye now. All right. There we go. And I want to go. I know. I want to get all of them. All right. Let's make it a mega. Thanks to the Houston, Texas Dave. Yep, I agree. Let's make that a mega. That's a great little spot for a... So, and only four? They've only had four megas ever? I mean, that's... Come on. Let's get number five going here, people. Dang. As much as, you know, as much as that is, we hope for that to, to happen for mm-hmm. these guys. Uh, you know, California has its own host of problems, not problems, but I don't want to challenges. say problems. challenges that cashers in, in other states are like, wait, it's in, like, I know a lot of cashers in Yuma, right at the Yuma Mega is right yeah. on the border. They're, right there were caches that were like, eh, it's California. We went and did it. I have no problem with it. Right. And, you know, but there are those there, there are people who will not want to go to Seattle because it's Seattle. Right. It's right. Oh, it's, it's Seattle it, regardless of what's going on, but I wish them the best of luck. I, I'm going to try and make it out there. Um, I looked at the Google map. I was wrong at six hours for me, but that's still yeah. a, uh, a quick six hours in the, in the car for uh, what's, what looks like what's shaping up to be an amazing weekend and, mm-hmm. you know, partial week of, of geocaching. So, yeah. Um, you know, we'll be, uh, we'll be excited for them and, and excited. I'm going to, you know, now that we're looking at it, be like, ah, what do I have to do to get there? So yeah. we'll, we'll see what happens. Hopefully. That's a 20 hour drive for me. So I'm looking at the company plane. That's, That's right. right. The, the company plane. I think Jesse has it. I think Jesse's taking it and it's going yeah. to Florida right now. So uh, I'm, I'm, I'll, talking, I'll, I'm talking about the blue and orange company plane. I'll put you on the list. So South, Southwest flies there. So. Oh, does yeah. it? Okay. Yeah. I thought you meant the so. geocache talk private plane that we own. What? <laughs> oh, never mind. Did you not tell him, Charles? Oh, never I didn't mind. Tell him. I didn't tell him. All right. Well, let's jump yeah. into the show tonight. We've let's, got a couple of. Uh, oh wait. Let's do we. You want to run this real quick? Uh, news. So yeah, real fast. Real quick for Cash Fest that's coming up. Um, you have till the twenty fourth. So that is this Friday. Is that seven Friday days. or Saturday? No, it's seven days. It's oh, next okay. Sunday. So it's next Sunday. Next Sunday yep. at midnight is the cutoff for ordering swag, um, any type of swag for Cash Fest. So if you're going to be attending Cash Fest in Memphis and you have not ordered your swag, we mm-hmm. highly encourage you in the next seven days to order it so that it is there. Um, you otherwise, are. you're going to be uh, out of luck. Yep, only sold at the event, and we need y'all to come on. Come on. Come on to the event. You'll have fun. Uh, you'll have, you can go to Puzzle Academy, which is shaping up to be pretty cool. So also Challenge Academy and Gadget Talk Academy. Ch- Challenge Academy, Gadget Academy. So 
Anyway, That's there you right. go. Seven days and then cut off because we've got to start ordering everything. So that's it. Have we made plans yet for Rib Eating Academy? That's on that's the every night. That's every topic. night. Yeah. Every night. <laughs> so and you literally right. could go around the around the around the clock oh, eating yeah. ribs in Martin Memphis. So all right. All right. Hit so it. tonight's show, we're so tonight's tools. Oh, 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 hold on. We got one more news thing. There's okay. a sig signal labyrinth thing. I, I oh, just, yeah. That's know, we're, we're, yeah, but where are we at with it? I'm halfway through it, and I have one question about it already. Go, I'm go one geocache it. in. I'm one geocache in. So on my second one, it was an event, and I got the... Um, um, Some torch or... I got an item. Yeah, but where do you no. find what item you got? Oh, I have not. It probably in your statistics somewhere. If you go to your friends or to the leaderboard it and go to the breakdown of your points in the leaderboard it probably tells mm. you what you what specials something something right. that you got was all right right i've done one i've done one geocache this last week while i was out of town working all week i did one geocache and was you know i think i got 15 points yeah i got 60 days so i'm not really it, People were complaining. They were like, oh, 500 points. Yeah, but you got 60 days. Like if they had 500 points in a two-week time limit, all right, yeah. I'm scrambling for even in Phoenix that is super cash dense. I'm I'm, right. I'm out there every day caching. Right. Um, you know, this is 60 days to get 500 points. I got time. Yeah. I yeah. got time. I just got started this weekend. I'm at 220. So, Yeah. I just got start. I just got started walking. Yeah, it just Again. says that's good. <laughs> oh, I've got so I've got two of them now. It says found a signal, found a signals labyrinth item, but it doesn't tell me what I got. Somebody in the chat room will probably give a, a note here in a minute for you, Charles. I hope somebody gives an answer because I want to know. They will. Firing minds want to know. We'll find out. We'll get you an answer. Until right. then, but until then, we're going to jump into tonight's show, which is covering a grill cipher. Now there are. I'm, I'm ready. You, you got to get ready. not that kind of grill, Tom. Ah. It's with an e at the end. Oh, um, we're doing French grilling. Except Ooh, I think e. he was a, Italian. Oh, anyhow, oh, okay. uh, there are three different types of grill ciphers, um, and. What not? So we'll cover those in a second. The idea that I got for this was from something that we um, was a a deal that we shared on a previous show, right? Mm -hmm. So yeah. if you come over here and look at this, nope, not that one. This one. Well, all right. So. These are the episodes of the Flynn's Weekly Detective magazines, right. right? And they're broke down by days. I got the idea for this from this December 5th, 1925 mm -hmm. edition of the Flynn's Weekly Detective magazine. So, like, we're pulling some of these ciphers, like, out, out of the out of the cupboard and dusting the cobwebs off of them. So this one, the idea that I pulled from this came from 
I, I just randomly picked a day and decided to make a puzzle on our Instagram page about it. Mm. And it came from this 1925, December 5th, Finn's Weekly Detective Magazine. So uh, we've got a link to this in the show notes that'll be published mm -hmm. shortly after the show. Um, so yeah. highly encourage you to get out there and look at some of these. They have some amazing ciphers that just are super rare um, or they're maybe not rare, but in the geocaching world, they are. Because when I did yeah. a search for grill ciphers for the one that we're going to show tonight, there were that many that I found. Wow. Like, and Zero. I've been looking and I've been looking every Good night saying. for, for roughly a week. Right. right. So it's, uh, it, it's been a, a long struggle to try and find some, we found some with the word grill in it that's spelled correctly, but they're not exactly what we're going to show you tonight. So with that yeah. in mind, with that in mind, <laughs> we hope that there are some cachers out there that will take this idea and run with it and put some new geocaches out in their neck of the woods um, Absolutely. for the yeah. geocaching community. So, yeah, it's amazing that there aren't any, because again, this, this is not a new cipher that somebody invented. Uh, we figured it, what, 1550 was kind of the earliest. So 1550 is when the, uh, mathematician who came up with this cipher um, gets credit for creating it. Right. Right. Um, now there are, like I said, there are three different versions of this. There's a single letter grill. There's a trellis or checkerboard chessboard grill. And then there's mm. the turning or rotating grill, which is what we're going to focus on tonight, but we'll quickly touch on the um, other two. Um, okay. So, uh, oh, let's see here. Dun, 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 dun. Yeah. Um, if if y'all know of one, by the way, I'm sorry. If y'all know of one, give us the GC code. Yeah. That in the chat room and we'll definitely look them up. But uh, anyway, but even so if, there, if you find some, there aren't many. <laughs> yeah. There aren't going to be many. Um, no. and so if we've got a GC code for a grill cipher that Tom found um, in the show notes at the bottom. So there's going to be one. We'll, we'll pull it up and show it um, at the, at the end um, right. when we're doing this. Um, but I wanted to show you that the grill cipher has been used in several movies along the way. So if you've ever seen a movie where they had a, a cardboard cover for like a book that had holes cut out in it that you slid across a page Mm -hmm. that that showed different kinda letters like kind of like, like a your grill slots, like your slots <laughs> in the <laughs> in the grill exactly tom so if you've ever seen a movie that did that that had holes cut in a in a overlay that goes over a page in a book or um over a poster or a historical marker or something like that then you have found a grill cipher that is the first type of it and it is called a single letter grill cipher right cool. this has been used in a movie um or in a movie in a canadian series called the murdoch mysteries in the u.s it was called the artful detectives but it is a canadian series um, called the murdoch mysteries um based out of toronto uh canada 
uh, in that in um, one of, I believe it was in it's season one or season two, there's an episode where the Irish Republican Brotherhood used this uh, Cardan Grill Cipher in their plot to kidnap Prince Alfred uh, when he came to visit the uh, visit Toronto. So uh, the episode's name was called, uh, oh, the template was placed over a, a specific page in a Bible. And we've covered the Bible in this, in our uh, shows in the past. The Bible is the number one most produced book in the world, right? Mm -hmm. Obviously, yep. there are uh, numerous different versions of that. Um, but uh, one of the very easy books to get around um, or get into like prison prison break movies where they're trying yep. to escape from prison, uh, you're you're never going to be denied a, a Bible in prison. Right. So, um, but if they had that and there were holes cut in it and they slid it across the specific pages in a Bible, and it told everybody in the that was part of this Irish Republican Brotherhood um, what right. what the plan was to kidnap the uh, the prince as he visited. So the the name of the episode was the Prince and the Rebel, um, and whatnot. So there's cool. so there's the single letter version of that. Um, there's another version of the Cardan Grill Cipher that Tom found an actual YouTube video link. And we're going to show that real quick. Bum, 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 bum. Let me make this bigger so it cuts off all of the other stuff. Bum. So it's right here. This, right? So mm -hmm. you can see that there are holes cut in a in an overlay template that's laying over this. And you can see whole words or sentences. Right. Right. Um, this is another version of the Cardan grill cipher. So as this slides. Right. So now you can see where it is slid and and is showing other words. Right. So you can use this and slide it down a page or across a page and it come out with whole words to make sentences. Oh, right. Cool. So that is that is another version of this. What is termed the single letter cardan cipher okay um the second version of it is what is called the lattice or the checkerboard method so in in checkers or chess you have black squares and white squares or black squares and red squares right mm -hmm. so if you cut every other square out so if you cut all the white squares or the red squares for a checkerboard out then every other hole you can lay it over a, um, you know, over a, a, a template of just random letters like this. Right. Sure. And every other, every other letter is exposed. Right. And then you rotate your checkerboard or your lattice board 90 degrees. And then it uncovers every other letter in your cipher that you have. Mm. Uh, so okay. you have, you have two vert, two, um, two ways of reading the uh, cipher text. Mm -hmm. And then there is the version that we're going to show tonight, which is the rotating or the turning grill cipher. Um, and this is where you take and rotate a key four different ways 
and you end up with a set number of characters that spell out stuff. Right. Um, I like the one. It's in the show notes, too, by the way, in case you want to, you know, if you're wanting to see it. Uh, you know, Tom mentioned about being visual. You know, sometimes people have to kind of visualize it, and they'll be in the show notes to help you uh, as a good resource. Yes. So grill ciphers can be in any combination of even numbers from a four by four grid all the way up to as large as you can imagine. Though grill ciphers can be used in odd number combinations if you're rotating it the way we're going to show tonight, that center square in an odd number is going to be either omitted completely from the uh, cipher text, plain text key, because that's your rotating square, or it has to be the exact same letter or digit or whatever it is in every rotation possible. So right. normally using an odd number is not um, conducive to a rotating grill cipher, um, but you can, it can be done. So here's a, um, a version of a, a rotating grill or of a odd number. Right. Mm -hmm. And when we say odd number, we mean these squares across the top and the side. So you got one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine up and down and nine across. Right. Which make okay. this. But you notice this S in the middle either has to be the same every time you rotate it because right. that square is going to either be exposed or covered. So it either has to be the same in every rotation or it has to be omitted in every rotation, right? Whereas right. we'll show you in just a second, if you hmm. have it in a even number, um, in, in a even numbers, then it's there's a, a center point that you can use all of the letters. So um, we're going to use the grill cipher that I created for our Instagram page. If you have not followed our Instagram page, we highly encourage you to get out and follow our uh, Puzzle Talk podcast Instagram page because we do put puzzles out there and that's where tonight's show came from. And this is the first picture that is part of this cipher. So, um, We'll get into some of this more here in a bit, but this is what we're basing this off of. Uh, and this down here at the bottom is your key. And we'll show you how to create that key uh, here in just a little bit. Very cool. So with this, Gary, if you opened up a cache page and this is what you saw. Hmm. We've talked yeah. a lot about different types of ciphers on this show um, about doing like a, 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 a night's cipher where you go over two and down one or mm -hmm. the stuff that we pulled um, that was for the Zodiac um, yep. that, that followed all of that stuff. He just had just like this just a random jumble of letters and you didn't know exactly what to do with it. And at the time we really didn't for some of the Zodiac stuff, 
but right. it took a long time to figure out how to do some of that stuff. Um, but what would you do if I broke it down into quadrants like this? Ooh. Tom. Wow. wow. Man, I just, tr we walked through this before the show, but I'm just still looking at it, trying to see how I can see a pattern. Cause I can, uh, the top one, the bottom left corner, you can, you can see the, a 40 in there, but you look everywhere else. You don't see anything. You see an X in there. So that kind of tells you six is probably in the coordinates. If, if it's numbers mm -hmm. spelled out, possibly. Right. So the V would tell you seven. You know. Yeah. Maybe the chat room has an idea. But, uh, I, you know, looking at the rest of it, there's no rhyme to reason to this. Doesn't seem to, right? Because some of the other ciphers, the pig pen, or the, some of the others don't. They have a, but this is not symmetrical. So you're kind of, to me, that throws me off a little because I'm trying to think of what you would do with something. All right. So if we break it down one more level for you guys, and we do that. Hmm. Does that does that help or hinder you where you were <laughs> where you were going a moment ago with some of this? I don't know if that helps because it's not it, again it's, it's not symmetrical, but it doesn't it, do a thing for me. No, but it's interesting. Okay, I'm, well, I'm fascinating. That's good that it that it you don't know where to go with some of that stuff. Mm -hmm. We're going to try and break some of this um, down a little bit. So I mentioned that there was a four by four cipher. So we're going to pop up here. This is all taken um, straight from the show notes. So this is what our mm -hmm. show notes are um, going to look like. Right. So this is your four by four grill. So you have four squares across the top and four squares along the side, right? So it's a four by four grid. Right. And in this, they have specific holes cut out, right? Mm -hmm. And you read the letters that are in there from top to bottom and then from left to right, right? right. So it's M-E-E-T. Oh. Right. See where, and then they have the the triangle up here in the corner to denote. As you turn it ninety degrees now, and you take yep. that, if you turn it clockwise ninety degrees, now you have Y O U T, mm -hmm. and then you rotate it another ninety degrees, and it's O M O R. Yep. And you rotate it another ninety degrees, it's R O W. And then the an X. So it says X. meet you tomorrow with an X filling that last open square at the end. So right. where previously we Tom said, well, the X might denote six. It might also denote a bunch of empty squares. Right. So. Um, so this you can see the the four by four square down here at the bottom. That is your. Uh, cipher text and you have right. to have the key to be able to uncode what this says because there's no 
there's rhyme or reason to it, right? There's a pattern to it. You're just more than likely never going to get meet you tomorrow out of these yeah. uh, 16, <laughs> 16 letters right here, right? Correct. Correct. Um, yeah. Yeah. You're not. I mean, you, it would take you forever to, because there's too many words in there, potential words. So you can't really break it down. You know, right. you, you couldn't do it that way. You'd be, you'd be doing it forever trying to figure that out. So there is a larger, this is an eight by eight cipher, right? Which gives you 16 squares in each quadrant. Wow. Right. So if you're, if you wanted to combine them and make a really big message, yeah. um, you know, this one, and it shows you here now for the rotating cipher, it gives you the numbers of each of the squares. This is important because the number one is the same, is the outside corner on all four of these squares, right? So you can only mm -hmm. use the, the number one square one time in your key, right? And likewise, the number 16 is these four center squares. You can only use the, the 16 square one time in your key because as you rotate it, if you use the number more than one time, then it's going to have two values in two different uh, quadrants as we go through this. And, and we'll show this later in the, the key that I produced um, okay. for the Instagram page. So right. this one is, is more than what I had created. Um, and then what we had created was this, was a six by uh, six by six grill cipher. It gives you nine squares in each quadrant right. for a total of 36 characters that you can produce in a message. Right. Right. It, it's interesting because uh, when you, when you look at it, you have to picture it when you rotate it, the ones all ma all line up. So the one is always the top left in this particular uh, cipher right the nine, in this particular the, yeah. version of it yeah yeah and so when you yeah so every time you every time that quadrant everything every time the whole piece of paper is rotated it's back to the same thing it's always has one two three four five six seven eight nine top left of the piece of paper kind of thing so right yeah um all right so i built a powerpoint mm -hmm. And we're going to do this based off of the nine by nine cipher that I produced for our Instagram page. Cool. Right. So the first thing you have to do is have a message that you want to put into some type of cipher text, right? You have to have mm -hmm. a message to encode. This could be right. coordinates. This could be a spelled out sentence. This could be a code word for a third party solver. Uh, this could mm -hmm. be an address if you needed to take them to a specific place, um, et cetera. So kind of the world's the limit on this. Um, you're just limited by how many characters right. you have in your grill cipher, right? So yeah. the, your message will your message will dictate how big of a cipher um, key you need to, to work with initially. 
Yeah, and I think sometimes we forget that you don't have to you don't have to force yourself to put coordinates into your uh, puzzle cache. You can always defer to certitude and let certitude give you the you know make it make it uh, make it become a password and then when they put the password in then they get the coordinates i mean that's that saves you some effort or saves you from giving maybe too much information away because people are gonna be like oh well i found north oh, i can kind of solve this you know without doing it the right way kind of thing versus a password which people can't guess at they got to really solve the puzzle and then when they put it in certitude then they can get coordinates I, I find that to be so helpful in that you don't have to be forced to put north and west in your in your puzzle maybe it's a web address yeah it takes you to a page anything. that's got a word on it and you put that in your certitude right but there's variations of that theme that are great there's, yeah there's so many can put lots of onions together with this thing. Yeah. Lots oh. of layers of the onion, whatever I'm trying to say. Grill yeah. the onion. That's what I'm saying. Grill the <laughs> onion. Grilled onions tonight. All right. So th this this is the cipher tech or this is the plain text that I had for our Instagram page. So South 33 51 476 and some additional X's at the end to take up space. Right. Right. East 151, 12, 88, 96. Um, and then some X's to take up space. Right. Right. So that takes you to the steps right outside of the opera house in Sydney, Australia. Cool. Right. So now to encode the message you want to hide in your grill cipher, right? To do this, we need a key. Um, so since we know the code will fit into a six by six rotating grill cipher, mm -hmm. we need to make the key. On our Instagram page, we gave you one semicolon three five seven semicolon two nine semicolon four six eight, right? And this is okay. the key. This is the key. Now, this is where Tom was struggling a little bit ago um, with this. But each quadrant is numbered. Remember that the numbers rotated right, right. on the on the version that we saw just a second ago. Right. So this is our key, and this is how it plays out. Go go back go back a page. I'm going to point out something else. So this also you need to stretch this part. So on that last part there, you used each number one time. One time. One time. Oh, yeah. That's true. Yep. Right. Because if you had, if you used one semicolon one, it won't work. Now, I'm, I'm kind of going to jump ahead in a sense here and ask you a question, though. But you just have a one on the, on the first one. But could I have put two or three? Sure. Just as long as I don't use them over again. As long as you don't use them over again. Okay. Right? However many you want on each one, whatever order you want, just no repeating. Okay. Right. Gotcha. And remember that as you, in this, as you encode your ciphertext, it is read from top to bottom, 
and then from left to right. Okay. Yep. Right. So in this, we did square number one. Mm-hmm. So now for every other quadrant, we have to make the one not available. So in the other three corners, we put X's. Okay. Right. That's so you don't use that square <clears throat> over again. Right. Right. Gotcha. And then in the second quadrant, remember that you have to rotate it 90 degrees. Yep. So one is still in what would be this upper left-hand corner. And then two, three, so three, five, and seven are the mm-hmm. ones that we cut out of the second quadrant. And as you right. rotate around, so this is one, this is three, five, and seven. You yep. take two and nine. And then in the last quadrant, you're left with four, six, and eight. Right. Right. So this is your key that you're going to use to encode your ciphertext. And it's read from top to bottom, left to right. So now as you're encoding stuff, one and seven are going to be the first two letters in in each word or in in every turn. Right. So you have Mm -hmm. this ends up being your key with no numbers written in it, which is identical to the key that I produced when I made our, um, our text. And so as you rotate this, right. Then you continue to read it from the top, right. From, you know, left to right and top to bottom. Right. So this ensures that you only use each number one time. And this is your grit. This is your, this is how you create this. Correct. I got you. Right. All right. So back to this page. So this is our text that we have in the end, right? This is our, this is our encoded cipher text. But if, as we wanted to produce it, we have to do this. So you start by laying your, your key down on a blank piece of paper. And as you, as you go through, we're going to do South. And then the first word was 30. So T right. So Mm -hmm. from top to bottom, left, right. T H I R T Y. And then it just so happens that the next word is going to be three. Right. Um, Unfortunately, I didn't, I didn't, rotate this all the way through all four directions. I only did one, um, which now looking at it, I'm like, Oh, well I should have continued on because for the visual people like Tom, he needs that second turn of the rotation to help him. So what I'm going to held it up, it worked for me. Right. So what (laughs) I'm, so what I'm going to do now is, is rotate this. And if, Gary, if you can blow my camera up. Yep. So here is the second portion of this. So it's, we had a T-H-R-E-E-F-I-F-T-Y, right? Right. So so you have South 33, 50, and a letter O. And then as you rotate it another 90 so, de- 90 degrees, it shows you 
New letters. Now, 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 now turn your thing because you got top off to the side this time. The top is always yep. up. Right. So as you write this, you're going to end up with letters facing all four directions. Right. 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 And then in the end, you need to go through and, and correct rewrite them. Rewrite it. it. Yeah. Right. Rewrite it so that it looks like this. Okay. Right. And so this is your kind of grill with all of your letters into it um, turned right side up. Um, and it's it's a um, it's it's a crazy concept to kind of grasp. It took me reading enough of it from the um, from the page off of the Finns Weekly Detectives. Mm -hmm. and from the wikipedia page to understand this that's slick now if you wanted to confuse your (laughs) cashers that are trying to solve this and make the difficulty even higher you can do this right and take all of the lines away and now they really don't know Um, what to do with it at some level you have to give them the information so that they can produce the key right right and once they have a key then they have to figure out what to do with it right Um, all right so with what you have right there you do the process on the top one right and rotate it the fourth time and then you go to the bottom one do wash and repeat do the same thing Four times. Correct. Okay. And so on the second, on this bottom one, these are your westerly coordinates, which are really based off of this first number or first letter right here are your easterlies, right? So you already know from this, if you've decoded the first section of it, that you're in the southern hemisphere Mm -hmm. and then in the eastern hemisphere. So you know which quadrant of the world that you should end up in somewhere um and sure uh whatnot um so let's look let me get out of this mm-hmm. yeah it's to be like a uh i'm surprised that there just aren't that many who have used this i mean it's i know it's confusing but it's pretty slick. I'm surprised there aren't many, there aren't more puzzle caches. Uh, it just sort of is, hopefully we're going to bring some to the caching world after the show because it's really clever. I mean, and it's historical. It's very, it's a, it's, it's been around forever. Yeah. So the origins of this date all the way back to 1550. So it's super old and the, you know, the stuff that I found for it um, when I was producing this for our Instagram page was that it was, um, you know, the, the, the text that I found was from that Flynn's weekly detective from 1925. Like that's, that's super old, you know, almost a hundred years old. Yeah, magazine that was kind of dedicated to ciphers and puzzles. Um, 
and then finding the origins of it were from the mid 1500s and then realizing that we really didn't find any real geocaches that were this style of a puzzle right that were the rotating real ciphers um for the record, you know, we are not saying they do not exist. It's we we're saying find we them. can't find them. Right? Absolutely. We can't, right. Um, oh, yeah, there probably are. We just, they're not easily, they're not as quick to find as some of the others are. That's for sure. Definitely. So there's also what we're saying is, though, is there's enough stuff out there that you could give a hint like the, the Flynn's magazine. Give that out there as a hint to, for people to know how to solve this. Right. Um, the uh, the Wikipedia page for this that's in the show notes um, covers um, the rotating grill cipher. Mm-hmm. Um, Very clever. Um. So it shows here there's a, a single letter, uh, the trellis cipher or the checkerboard chessboard version, and then the turning grills. And so if you come down here to the turning grills, it, mm-hmm. it pretty much tells you how to, how to work it out um, and whatnot. Right. This is where we pulled like that uh, eight by eight, grid that I pulled for the show notes came right mm-hmm. here off of the Wikipedia page. Um, and so uh, it gives you um, a good way to work all of this, whether you turn it clockwise or counterclockwise, right? Because that's the other part to this. You could turn the, your cipher. I turned it in mine clockwise. You sure. could turn it counterclockwise and, and yeah, and go a little against the grain. Mm-hmm. Um, it just kind of um, depends on how you want to work some of this stuff out for hiding a cache. Um, mm-hmm. Right. Flip it. And there's different. Yeah. As long as you know. I put in our private cat a chat what I would use for a hint for this thing. <laughs> oh, I got to see this. I'm scared. I don't know if that'll share. <laughs> I love that's, that. That's funny. Um, Will it play? Uh, does it make noise? Does it have audio? I, with I it? don't know, but no, there's no sound with it. No sound, but it's for a those that are, drill. yeah, tell people what that is. That's crazy. That's funny, Tom. It, it, it's a grill that rotates. It's one of these circles inside of a circle inside of a circle with um, axes at different points. So everything is yep. spinning in different directions. Yeah, so there, it's, there, it spins in there, all the different directions. That's cool. Right. So between the Flynn's Weekly Detective, which is in the show notes, and the Wikipedia page, which is in the show mm-hmm. notes, um, yep. you have a you have a pretty good set of instructions on how to make this right. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, The fact that we couldn't find any uh, again, doesn't mean that there aren't any, it means 
We couldn't find them. We couldn't find any. And, and I looked for a good uh, a good week. We did find something. There are several that have the word grill, G-R-I-L-L-E, in them. Um, and there was the one that Tom found. Let me scroll down here and get this cash page open. Yeah. Because uh, 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 Tom did find one that you know close roughly it's, it's mm-hmm. it, you're getting in the ballpark of this um yeah so um let me share this with you guys mm. and blow this up la grill so la grill <laughs> um and as you come down here um, this is a puzzle cache. You need to decipher the puzzle in order to get to the actual coordinates. Um, and then here's your puzzle. Bunch of letters. Bunch of random letters. Now, this guy's random letters aren't stacked in a neat little square like like mine were for the Instagram page. Um, I tell you, I've probably count how many digits are in there and stack them. That's what I do. Um, Tom shared this with me and both of us had it solved fairly quickly. Um, Once you count. Yeah, I got it found too. (laughs) Oh, you got it. You found it. Were you the first to find on this? Uh, I don't think I was. Wow. No, no, you were the second solver. Oh, that Antaeus dude beat me. Antaeus. Oh, Antaeus. But look, you found it way back in 2014, though. So you've been working working some of these for a hot minute now. You just probably didn't realize it. it. Yeah. Um, You know, I'd probably take all of these digits and uh, figure out a a nice put them letters in a nice square and uh, then start from there uh, and, and see where see where you go um, yeah there's there's no hidden white text on the page nope. um, and probably nothing hidden in the HTML that that told you to do that so you know, it, it is a good good cipher, um, and and it works kind of the same premises of of that, except it's not a rotating grill cipher, so you don't need a key like this. You just need to make the letters look something like that, mm-hmm. and right. then read them. But that's a good that's a good puzzle. Mm-hmm. Is this cash owner still an active cash owner? I hadn't seen him in a while, but I, that doesn't mean nothing. Um, yeah. Well, good. Um, you know. So there's there's that one that we did find. There were a couple of others that... Um, that had a grill cipher 
um, in them. Um, dun, 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 dun. Let's see. So this is this is one that probably is pretty close to being something like this. This one is in Sweden, right? So this one, I found these two when looking at them. So this is Grill Cipher 1, Silver, Silver's Coggin. Right. Uh, yeah. It is in Sweden. It is still an active cache. Okay. Um, and, and I can't read Swede. Oh, I guess I could have pushed the translate button. It will translate it for us. But here's your text, right? Wow. And so not exactly sure what to do with this, but if you look at it, the GeoChecker, there are 439 correct solutions and 551 incorrect solutions. Wow. So... Um, this one is out there, so if you're over in Sweden, um, it's GC3C5XP. It was hidden in 2012. Um, and then the other one that I found uh, is this one in Luxembourg. It is a difficulty five, right? And I looked at this one for a little bit. Uh, you have to do... So you have G-R-I-L-L-E hmm. underscore C-I-P-H-E-R underscore M-P-U-Z-Z-L uh, percentage F sign and the word letter E. Right? Oh, yeah, percentage sign, yep. Um, so this one is uh, in German at the top, but he did go ahead and translate it to English for you. Um, you to, to start with, you have to, he links you to outside of geocaching website. So always know um, that at some level you uh, are taking it on your own to click on links outside of Ground Speaks official website. Um, but uh, in order to start this, you have to decode the ciphertext on this to get the password. And once you get the password, he tells you mm -hmm. the starting coordinates, which is password protected, you can find here. Well, if you open this page, right, it takes you to a Google Doc that is password protected. <laughs> so, um, you know, I thought that was pretty clever um, that he's password protected a Google Doc that uh, this cache page takes you to. Um, you've got to start here. Um, he tells you that you need a QR code reader um, and some other stuff. So there's uh, something on here uh, says that you your password is M equals A to the B to the C power. So mm -hmm. um, and then he gives you some help. So but you notice that help on for level two and three are both password protected. So these <laughs> probably take you to three other Google Docs that are password protected. Right. Um, so this is in Luxembourg um, in Austria. So it is in 
uh, Austria. Uh, looks like it is going to be a fun puzzle. Uh, I'm going to try and work on it some later. But these are the only two other puzzles that I found in all of my research looking for um, grill ciphers. Um, and usually what I just did was put in grill or grill cipher geocaching and hit the enter button and let Google do the searching for me. And right. uh, this this is where I ended up. So Wow. Very cool. You know, so hopefully um, I'm going to try and get one of these puzzles um, created and put out um, here in the greater uh, Phoenix area, uh, you know, sometime soon to work on the quality caching that uh, Jesse has challenged all of us to. So if you don't normally watch the, what I used to call the plain old Sunday show, we're, <laughs> we're now on Sundays. You're so on, you're part of the plain old Sunday show now. <laughs> That's right. But if you, you watch you the, the, the regular geocache talk show, um, yeah. Jesse has challenged people to put out since this is the, Year of the Hider, um, right. Jesse has challenged the Geocache Talk Network uh, show hosts and any of our viewers that would like to participate into um, placing one of each available cache type over the course of this next year that is a quality cache, right? Mm -hmm. So if you would like to put out a nice quality puzzle cache, um, here is a good one that uh, probably not a lot of people have seen. You could probably make this a difficulty three or better, um, right. depending on how much hintage you throw out there for them. Um, hintage, I like that. Yeah, so um, <laughs> it's it's definitely something that we haven't found a lot of um, yep. that we think is a really good, I, or at least I do. I thought that it was really kind of creative and cool. And uh, so I uh, made it, put it on our Instagram page um, and actually had a couple of people solve it relatively uh, quickly. Like within a, the first five days of putting it out there, I had mm -hmm. two or three people who had sent me correct answers to it. So wow. was it, definitely it is doable. Um, I gave more, um, you know, I gave uh, some some hints and, and wording in the wording that I put on our Instagram page, along with the numbers for the key. Um, and then some quick Google searching will kind of teach you what to do with each of those and, right. and kind of walk you through it. But um, depending on what you wanted to um, name your cache and how you wanted to create it, you could definitely make this, more difficult if you mm. want to um you probably could combine my you know like how i have mine my cipher set up if i wanted to put this on a larger scale then right. i probably could have combined my two sets of coordinates yeah into one giant one um that was um you know a, a 10 by 10 instead of a six by six, right? Um, sure. So you can do things like that with it um, as long as you plan it 
appropriately and accordingly, right? So yeah, because if you have a key, or if you if you get if you can get your head around it and you do and you know which track to go down, and you have a key, it could be any size. It doesn't really. It's not hurting the the difficulty. The difficulty is just knowing what you're going to be looking at. Once you yeah. figure it out, it could be twenty by twenty. It doesn't matter because you got a key. If you have a key, you can right. manipulate it. It it is just yeah. it's figuring out what your key is. Once yeah. you figure out, you know, if you're looking at this and you're like, "This is the key," I just don't know what to do with it. It really that's doesn't different. help you that you know that that's the key. Yeah, exactly. Uh, you you kind of got to know what to do with it. Um, yep, and whatnot. I see Tom's Tom's little eyeballs He's are rolling. Thinking. I'm He's, thinking. So the six by six gave you 36 characters so if you did right. seven by seven that would give you a lot more <laughs> <laughs> oh, 40, yeah. it's 49 49 8 by 8 64 5 by 9 81 just remember yeah. that if you're using the odd number right if you're using the seven by seven that very center square is probably going to be omitted um, because that is that is right. that's where the crosshairs are. Yeah, you would actually have a square yeah. there to rotate around instead yeah. of crosshairs like I have on this one, right? Yeah, but um, you can X out anything that you don't want to use. Man. Sure, not going to hurt anything. <sighs> no. You can even tell, right. yeah. You could tell people that if you, if your final solution has X's in it, just ignore the X's kind of thing or whatever, or use a symbol or something. Right. So, so back to this is a, a nine by nine, right? One, two, three, four, five, yeah. six, seven, eight, nine. Right. So yeah. this is nine by nine. So this is eighty-one squares, but yeah. this S right here in the very center, right of it. That S has either got to be the same character digit on every single rotation of this, mm -hmm, right. or you have to omit it because it is your center turning. It's the center of your turning spot, right? Yeah. Yeah. Either or. Right. Even if you used it, make it a Q or something. It's some goofy. Just, just a placeholder. Yeah. Just a place, a screwy letter that throws in there that throws might be in the middle of a word, but you know that cross it out. Yeah, it could be in the middle of coordinates. Well, you know, coordinates didn't have a Q in it, but scratch yeah. it out. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, you could do that with it. Clever, very clever. Uh, all right. Any and the gears in my head are turning just like the chicken on that grill we saw. I, exactly in every every which direction is that what it is too and they're not turning over they're turning over and sideways and back and forth and this way and that way and Multiple it's making orbits. me hungry too <laughs> yeah there you go one thing too charles couldn't you do i mean on a simpler scale you could make on your cash page sort of the information that you needed and people would have to take it and like literally like print it and then cut it out and then 
they have to manipulate like physically the paper, they could cut out the paper and you could have them like, you know, make what you made. Right. Yeah. So they yeah. could make a, they could make that. Yeah. You could tell them, right. You could walk them through in a sense, making something that they, you know, what? even if you didn't, even if he gave you the, the, um, Mm -hmm. Gave you the key. You printed the key up for him, and you had those two two things uh code mm -hmm. up there. What do I do with this? I mean, the first part <laughs> make, right. the first part makes sense. You lay it up there, and okay, I got this figured out. Yeah. Yeah. Now what do I? Now where do I go? Now what? Yeah. <laughs> right. What do I do with the rest of the letters on this piece of paper? Yeah. Um, why is it? Yeah. yeah. Why is why is it all sideways? <laughs> and so this was another thing, and, and and Tom pointed this out as we were going through this. But as you're creating this, you need to mark where the top is, right? Yes. You need you need to mark the top. Yeah. Because if if you if you didn't have that top section where it was the top and you, yeah, you started you somewhere else. You got confused on how <laughs> you were starting this, right? Yep. That completely changes yep. what you what you have here when you do yeah. it, right? Yeah, so, yeah, gibberish, yeah. Yeah. Uh, so you need to remember that, you know, the top is always the top, and then yep. your ciphertext paper is what rotates. Yeah. Right? Perfect. Yeah. Um, and so if you, for whatever reason, don't have your, your key square with your ciphertext, you can end up down a really lonely and long road. <laughs> the and rabbit hole that goes nowhere. Confusing. Yeah. Um, and so when I, when I first started creating this, I printed off a bunch of these. And sure made the top on them and, and printed them off and cut them mm -hmm. out and, you know, kind of went around, how am I going to do this? And, you know, uh, it ended up with, a with one of them looks really good. Right. Um, the other one that I created, I'm not sure exactly what happened, but the letters mm. aren't lined up just real good. Sure. So, um, they all still fit in the cipher deal, but for whatever reason, I think I was in a hurry trying to make this and, uh, you know, right. get a Instagram post up and kind of was a little <laughs> sloppy on the second one. I apologize. Um, but, uh, you know, okay. if you, if you check out our show notes later, um, and, uh, look at the Flynn's Weekly Detective Magazine, the Wikipedia mm -hmm. page for Grill Cipher. Uh, and then if you go back and look at our Instagram uh, page, you can take screenshots of our Instagram page, print it off, um, or take the show notes and, and print them off, and you'll end up with these nice squares like this. And you can, you can work with this at, the, right. at your house. And be like, oh, he wasn't lying. That really does work. Yeah. Um, you know, and whatnot. And, uh, you know, go from there. So, absolutely. It looks like well, you that... cut that out with an X Acto knife. I'm wondering, would a, would a hole puncher reach in far enough to make that? 
I guess if you did it small enough. Small enough, yeah. If you were small enough, you could for sure. Yeah, yeah. I I did use an exacto knife. Got um, to. Or well, I used a box cutter. Same, Same thing, thing, right? Similar. Yep. It's, it's exactly. You know, it's a poor man's scalpel. Box cutter. Absolutely. Exactly. A poor man's scalpel. I like that. That's funny. So. There you go. So I, there's a good idea for uh, for a cache. We hope um, to see some of these. If you do happen to make one, if you do happen to make one of these, um, we'd love it if you would send us um, a, a copy of the uh, GC code once it's done. Um, that way we can take a look at it and, and possibly share your cache if you would allow us. We'd share the GC code on one of our shows. Um, so you can either um, send us a link to puzzle talk podcast at gmail.com. If you're a follower of our Instagram page, you can send me a message through Instagram there as well um, and whatnot. So we'd love to hear from you and see what ideas you guys have come up with. If you um, decide to, create a puzzle cache based off of this since we couldn't find a single rotating grill cipher <laughs> in all of geocache land. Right. Definitely. Uh, yep. Uh, yeah. Very cool. Um, good show guys. Um, there's, oh, a show, there's a possible show for the future. Guys should do a show when we send you puzzles we've created and see if you can solve them. Yep. Stump the panel. Stump the, ch- stump the chumps. Stump the puzzle boys. Yep. That's probably uh, not hard to do. <laughs> <laughs> wouldn't, wouldn't be hard. Uh, yeah. yeah. Well, thanks. Thanks, guys. Um, Next month, we're going to do, it uh, looks like the show that's coming, to, that's coalescing together for next month is Kids Puzzles, which is really a cool concept because... They're actually they're not fun. on my level. They're fun for yeah. Well, they're fun for everyone, Tom and kids, or in this That's case, right. the same electric thing. Water, electric water boy. <laughs> That's, That's right. right. Tom and the kids out there in the world. So, um, yeah, uh, Kim Kim Gibbons going to join us. I think with from uh, Jokerus is her GC code. She's got some great puzzles for kids but also it can be fun for everybody so that's our typical or that's what our potential is the word i'm looking for may show for next month well guys again thanks so much if uh, if you would uh send us emails to puzzle talk podcast at gmail.com and uh let us know what do you like to see? If you have any ideas, comments, smash that like button. It's down over the, right down over there. Smash the like button over here somewhere. <laughs> and, uh, uh, that'll be, be perfect. So, um, it's rocket key. Thank God. Some puzzles I'll be able to solve. <laughs> well, you never know. You can smash or smoosh. Either way, Direwolf, it's, it's your preference. You can either smash the like button or you can smush it. It's it's completely up to you, my friend. 
you do you do you so all right just be ordinary and just press it <laughs> or press it i guess if you had to all right we'll see how next time good night everybody right. good night everybody